0: have an idea in your mind of something you want and you deserve to get it so how do you get there well welcome to the idea space a podcast devoted to helping you overcome frustration and make what you want a reality I'm your host Jen Liddy high school teacher turned entrepreneur now I'm a business development coach it's my mission to help women bring their ideas to life and get what they want without feeling guilty selfish overwhelmed or lost Every week, I share topics, tools, and strategies to help you move toward that thing you want, create time and energy to do the things you love, get clarity on what you really want and how to get there, and most importantly, stop feeling alone with your challenges. Whether you've wanted to create a better business, job, relationship, hobby, or self, I know there's something more that you want, and it's time you were able to get it with confidence and clarity. Ready to have it? Let's go. Hey, you. Welcome to the Idea Space Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Liddy. And every week I come to you with strategies to help you make space for the ideas brewing inside of you so you can take away the tools that I offer and make them real. Today I am talking about what failure really looks like. And because I'm talking this month about strategies to help us all cultivate a little bit more courage. Why? Because I've noticed that the most successful people are the ones who are afraid and do it anyway. And fear is always wrapped up around that. And so is the fear of failure. So I'm going to tell you a little story about a year ago, a teacher friend of mine who happens to be on my email list approached me at our kids' soccer game. And he said, your emails are so helpful. I try to teach what you share in your emails to my students. I just want to say thank you for your work. And I was absolutely flabbergasted and honored because This friend, Lenny, is not my ideal client avatar. He's a male high school teacher. And normally when I'm speaking, I'm speaking to a woman solopreneur, right? I had no idea that my weekly emails were even helpful to him. So that leads me to like this side lesson, which is please put your words out there, people, you never know who might need them or use them or benefit from them. So anyway, Lenny was taking my words and my ideas and my tools each week and sharing them with his high school students, which is a whole group of people I would never be able to reach, right? Which made me super happy that every, that this, this stuff that I know is so useful is, is being shared. And so I said to him, what if I came into your classroom and taught your kids some more tools and strategies to help them? I mean, I used to do it for college students, and I know this stuff needs to be learned earlier in our lives. And he liked the idea, got the necessary permissions, and then boom, three months later, which is actually fast in academic world, I met his students in real life. And before I went in for the first time, I was really scared. It's been 12 years since I taught in a high school classroom, and I thought, oh my God, what if they hate me, or they think I'm full of shit, or what if they thought I was boring? In other words, what if I failed? I went in anyway, because that's what I'm talking about this month, and they were lovely. They were engaged, and they asked questions, and they had really funny things to say about what I was teaching, and it was, it was so good that we kept it going. So I would show up once a month. And Lenny told me that between my visits, the kids were taking the lessons that we were sharing and making little changes for themselves. And every time I would show up in the classroom, a different colleague of Lenny's would be there to sit in on the topic. And yes, every time a new colleague showed up, I got a little nervous. I was like, oh, what if this new teacher thinks I'm full of bullshit? Or what if I fail, right? I mean, I've seriously got 15 plus years of teaching experience. So you think I'd be all set with the confidence, right? Nope. Fear of failure shows up a lot. So, eventually, Lenny's principal attended one of the sessions and she liked what she saw. And after a little while, she asked if I'd be open to doing a full-on professional development training for her team, you know, the staff who are in front of students every day. And I was thrilled and terrified because, hello, fear of failure. What if they hated what I taught or what if they thought it was a waste of time? And I did it anyway. I I put the proposal together and it was accepted and I moved forward because that's what successful people do. They're afraid. They know they're afraid and they do that shit anyway. And so for about four and a half months, I worked with these 15 professionals. Now, these are educators who have been working in the system for a long time and have a ton of experience. So of course I was nervous. What if I failed? What if in the short amount of time I had with them, like I couldn't garner their trust? That was a big one for me or their respect. And what if they didn't take what I was teaching seriously? Because I remember what it was like to be a teacher and have somebody teaching in front of you kind of like, oh, who does this person think they are? They're not in the classroom every day. Fear like this is the thing that keeps so many of us from ever starting because it takes courage to do something hard and potentially fail. So many of the people in the room, just to fast forward, many of those teachers were really lovely and excited and engaged in the training and they realized how it could make their lives better and their students' lives better, right? And then there were others who were not as interested or engaged, whether they weren't ready to do the work or frankly, they might've just been tired at the end of a long day or a long week or whatever. But here's one thing I know for sure, I definitely did not reach 100% of the people in that room. But does that make me a failure? Let me put it to you this way. If I were a dentist, would there be any possible way that I could get 100% of my patients to floss and take care of their gums and not come back to me next time with cavities? Hell no, of course not. But if that were my expectation and I thought that I should be reaching 100% of the people, that sure as shit might feel like failure. This kind of failure, and I'm putting air quotes around this failure word, is part of the game because you need courage to put yourself in the line of that kind of failure. Are you not starting something because you're afraid not everyone will be on board or not everyone will love it? Do you worry that some people will flat out disagree with you? if that's the case you are setting yourself up to stay stuck. So what i want you to remember that failure isn't in the doing of something imperfectly. What failure really looks like is not doing it at all. Real failure looks like never having taken the chance. And here's a little bit more to chew on because i had a few moments during these four and a half months where i thought, "Hmm, Maybe this is where my business is taking me. Maybe I could maybe I could work with teachers. I've always had a deep desire to help teachers because I used to be one and I know how hard teachers' jobs are. I know how toxic the environments can be. I know how challenging students and parents and systems can be. And so I thought maybe maybe I can work with school districts. But I know now after finishing up that that's not my path. I gave it a try, but it's it's just not the path I'm headed down. What I want to do is I want to pull content and messaging out of the heads of entrepreneurs because I love entrepreneurship and I want to keep encouraging women to design a life that fills them up. But I don't see myself as a failure because the classroom endeavor was just an experiment. It was just a challenge and I didn't reach everyone in that room, but it was not a failure. And in fact, when I started thinking about this to share this story with you, I can't think of anything in my life that has been a failure, even the shit that didn't work out, even the business I left, the one that didn't make me any money, even the relationships that have ended that were toxic and caused me a lot of pain, even the challenges I faced that maybe did not I didn't figure out 100%. I do not see those as failures. Nelson Mandela said, I never lose. I either win or I learn. And when I saw that, I was like, boom, that is how I feel too because I'm so much more productive and happy and successful when I remember this. So I'm here today to encourage you to be afraid and do it anyway, because, please listen, a mind that is stretched by a new experience can never go back to its old dimensions. Oliver Wendell Holmes said that, and I'm going to say it again, and I want you to hear it. A mind that is stretched by a new experience can never go back to its old dimensions. If you want something new in your life, you have to do the hard thing, even if it's scary, because it will change you so fundamentally. It'll propel you forward, even if it's not like a rousing yippee kaye success. So go do the thing, travel, start that blog, write that Facebook post. Go ahead, take the selfie, go on the date. Start the business. Put your ideas out there. If you're struggling to reach your goals, then go grab this freebie, Five Steps to Achieve Your Goals. You'll download a simple tool that will help you take action on your goals, and by next week, you could be moving forward. Go to jenliddy.com forward slash take action. That is all one word, lowercase, take action, and just grab it there. And again, thank you for listening. I'll see you here next week when I'm sharing a real life example from a client of how she completely changed her courage and it moved her forward in her business to where she can't even believe how much her life is a success. So I'll see you then. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more free tools and video trainings at www.jenliddy.com slash free sources. That's F R E E sources. If you found this podcast helpful, I'd be so grateful if you subscribed and gave a review. And if you have a friend who'd benefit from today's topic tool or strategy, please share the idea space podcast with her. That way together we can help more women achieve their dreams and take action on their ideas. Isn't it time we all were able to get what we want? Join me next week. And remember right now, all you need to do to make your idea a reality is take the very next step you know how to. Bye. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.